there. Welcome to the Happiness Between Tales podcast. Do you love writing, great fiction, culture, fine art, and compassion? I mean, truly love them. I'm Doll, and I sure do. That's why I produce Happiness Between Tales, to foster creativity and understanding. As an Emmy Award-winning former journalist, join me on my learning to write and publish fiction journey. Wherever you find your podcasts, hit subscribe. That way you'll never miss a single completely free episode of Happiness Between Tales. While you're getting Happiness Between Tales delivered automatically, help keep it going by giving it a like, five stars, and a comment. And tell your friends so they too can enjoy tail wags and the making of tails. Check out happinessbetweentails.com for more information. And now, kick back and enjoy this episode of Happiness Between Tales. Welcome. In this episode of Happiness Between Tales, South Indian novelist Nadira Katakalan lets us in on her experience with writing and self-publishing. I'm Dal, and for me, traditional publishing, the kind that engages literary agents and money-making publishing companies, seems like an epic challenge here in the United States. My quest to find one or the other for my soon-to-be-released novels, Flamenco and the Sitting Cat and Tango and the Sitting Cat, feels akin to winning the lottery. Fortunately, self-publishing is becoming a mainstream empowering alternative. Stay tuned until the end of this show for a link to Nadira's website that features her essays, poems, and instructions for how to purchase her book. You can also go to happinessbetweentales.com and type Nadira into the search bar. At my blog, you'll see her with her grandson, her book, and find more on me and the novels I'm writing. Now for Nadira. The Winnowing Waves and Self-Publishing by Nadira Katakalan I belong to a Muslim community from the coastal state of Kerala in South India. We are said to have been winnowed out from the rest of the Kerala populace by the intermarriages that took place between the Arab traders and the local women. Most of the cultural aspects continue to be picked up from the customs prevalent in Kerala, with some changes to create a distinct identity. But there was a marked Arab influence as well. During the years I grew up, there were many changes that were happening which were, in fact, slowly erasing the differences in dress and lingo and the social mores of confining women indoors, etc. A female like me, therefore, got the benefit of education, which was a rare thing during my mother's generation and almost non-existent before that. Then, there was a turn towards more strict observance of the religious customs although there was no going back on the education, fortunately. In part, this had to do with the political changes that saw an upsurge of right-wing sentiments and the political events that they ushered in, as also with the influx of the Wahhabian influence brought in by those who had found a livelihood in the Gulf countries. These attempts at aggressively establishing religious, political, and cultural identities between the Hindus and the Muslims, is now gradually bringing in a subtle divide and disturbing the harmony that had existed for thousands of years. My novel has been woven through this backdrop, but it is in no way discourse on any of those aspects. It creeps in through the different characters, of course, but not stridently so. The story is told from a woman's perspective for the most part. I am in my sixties, and I have always cherished the idea of getting something that I wrote published. After finishing this novel, I did tentatively explore the regular publishing route. I realized that it would take a very long time and that there was no certainty of any of the established publishers taking it up. 
so I decided to look for self-publishing platforms. My children offered to bear the cost. Notion Press, who I approached, came across as very professional, with a good team who managed the different aspects of the publication process. I chose the minimum package which would take care of the formatting, the cover design, the copyrights, and the online listing on their online store as well as on Flipkart and Amazon India. The editing is a facility available with a higher package. So I did the editing myself. They did allow for post-publication correction of the grammatical and spelling errors and a couple of errors in the names, etc. The whole process was completed in two weeks. They do not do any promotion with this package, nor will the books be available in the bookshops. But I'm happy. My friends were the ones who read the book first and gave me feedback. They have liked it and assure me that they can relate to it, that the flow is smooth, that it speaks to them of what I had wanted to convey, and so on. With some of the money I earned, I decided to upgrade the package, which would make the book available outside India on Amazon.com. The pricing they suggested appeared to be almost the same as that of many well-established authors, and I expressed my doubts to them about that. I was told that my book would be printed only as per demand, which would hike up the production costs, as compared to the mass production of the books of established authors. The royalty I get on the sale of one copy after they deduct the production costs and half of the profits, that was the agreement, is only about two-fifths of the MRP if purchased through the Notion Press store and much less, about one-eighth, if sold through Amazon and Flipkart. But what's more important to me is that more people get to read the book. Dahl's kind offer to let me discuss it here is therefore very much appreciated. I'm now in the final stages of getting my Malayalam version of the book through one of the most well-known publishers of Kerala, under a self-publishing scheme, yes, again, but this time it will reach a vast network of their own bookshops and definitely more visibility, if it goes through, keeping my fingers crossed. In response to a commenter on my guest post at happinessbetweentales.com, my answer is that yes, I began all this with many apprehensions, but it has not turned out so bad after all. I've sold 700 copies since it was published two years ago. I updated it with a Kindle version and it has found its way to the number one rank under the particular category of gender studies on Amazon Kindle from time to time, like today. And it is not even available in bookstores and has been doing its own promotion by word of mouth as it passed through readers. I am thrilled so I guess, one should follow one's instinct sometimes. I do hope some of you will pick it up from Amazon.com and give me your feedback after you've read it. You can purchase it at Notion Press and at Amazon. Visit my blog for more about me and how to purchase my books. My blog address is nadirafromconnor.wordpress.com backslash the winnowing waves. What's your experience with buying or publishing self-published novels? Share your thoughts by leaving a voice message link if you reach this podcast through anchor.fm. Otherwise, I welcome your comments at happinessbetweentales.com. Thanks for tuning in. This is Dahl for Happiness Between Tales. Send me your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through happinessbetweentales.com, where you can find out more about the show and me. To get Happiness Between Tales delivered automatically, be sure to subscribe. You'll help the show thrive by liking it, rating it five stars, commenting, and telling your friends to check it out. See you at the next episode for more tail wags and the making of tails. <laughs>